Tom Clancy Podcast, episode number 123. One, two, three. Happy birthday, butter. Uh, thank you, thank you. How you going, mate? Uh, not too bad. I've been drinking a lot today. You have been drinking a lot today. Hard at work all day. Which oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so 100%. My birthday present to you, mate, is I've organised a nice little intimate one-on-one podcast with you. Tom. Oh, yes. How good is that? Back to the good old days. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, you. getting those flashbacks of the Pokecast yeah. right now. <laughs> Get, getting rid of the, the weak, going with the strong. No, not at all. Cal, I don't know. Cal's missing in action. Obviously, something's happened with the family tonight. Fair enough. That happens. We'll move on from that. But um, McDad had a very, very bad day and he's tired and he's in bed, which is fair enough. That is fine. Uh, you might notice this is... Three weeks between podcasts, I guess. Is it three weeks? Uh, that's because we sort of don't have any news, so and it's really hard to get motivated to talk about something for a half hour to an hour when there is just nothing to talk about. And with our lives being the way they are at the moment, that means podcasts get put aside very, very quickly. We are working to remedy that. Uh, we did have a plan. We will have a plan going forward where we'll be running two podcasts we're going back to that strategy, which we're doing. We're going to do a while ago, back when Patreon was a thing. Uh, we're going to be doing Locked On when there is news. Locked On Tom Clancy podcast when there is news. Um, uh, so that'll be probably every second to third week there'll be something. You know, when it's when it's busy, there'll be lots of every every week kind of thing. So, but if we Indeed. can't manage to get ourselves up for a Tom Clancy podcast, we will be doing and reviving a podcast that never actually saw the light of day. I don't think, Butters. Uh, locked um, on, unplugged. Did I'm, we get I'm that pre- first episode ever? Up? I'm pretty sure the first episode went out as an audio, maybe. Well, there's, there's something out there anyway. Yeah, maybe. But it, it, it'll be zero. unplugged. It'll be called unplugged anyway. Locked on, unplugged. It'll be uh, me, Butters, Cal, McDad. Stevie Jar, all sitting around chatting about life. Uh, there'll probably be a fair bit of games in there because games are a fairly big chunk of our lives anyway. Um, but there will be rubbing and there will be smoking what? and there will be... I mean, talk about rubs for meats and uh, oh, smoking okay. meats and, uh, you know, whatever is going on, work, mental health, whatever seems petting. to be happening. That's it. So there'll be definitely some ASMR from some butters at some stage. So... <laughs> Um, it will definitely probably be accompanied by some drinking as well at some stages, which these ones are anyway, to be honest, but keep an ear out for when that, that'll definitely be airing the first one next week. Cause I cannot see any Ubisoft, um, dropping any major news between now and next Thursday. So look out for that. Uh, we may be looking at getting people on to help us out when we are short people, but at this stage it'll be our, our content. We, our outlet, because we, we do want to create content we do want to talk to each other and, and spend time with each other because that's what podcasting is all about is us getting together forcing ourselves to get together and actually talking uh to each other and having a bit of fun um so we do want to do that but like we said it's really hard and i know most of the podcasts on this kind of stuff have sort of fallen by the wayside anyway um we are just, yeah, it's really hard to get motivated to say, hey, there's nothing going on at the moment. What should we talk about this week? And we, we, we do like to speculate, but we don't like to just ramble. We do like to ramble, but 
I don't know. It's just hard. Like we like to speculate, we don't like to guess. Yeah, and you don't want to bag on shit. So you know, when there's nothing good to say, you just say nothing at all, and we're just going to say nothing at all at the moment. So because Indeed. yeah, we're not going to be that salty <laughs> negative podcast that's going away from games that are that we do love and we still do love and we still do want them to become good. So, um, and Ghost Recon, there's nothing wrong with it. Division two, you know, needs, needs some stuff done, but it needs some content. And, um, Rainbow Six is firing on all cylinders, to be honest, but I'm just not very good at it, which is, you know, <laughs> makes it hard to, to get up for it each week. But, you know, yeah, that's what it is. And Splinter Cell, well, we'll be talking about that later on tonight. Let's go. Let's bring that shit on. Butters, did I hit the nail on the head at all at any stage? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Walking? Yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Okay, cool. So we will be back with some more stuff soon. Cal just said he got caught up helping out some stuff. So I think that means he's not coming tonight. Yes. Um, yeah, he's, he's so... doing EOI stuff, which is always very fun. Okay. And takes Sounds longer than it really should to do. Okay. So before we get into it, We'll talk about more on this on episode one of Unplugged next week. Are we going to call it episode one, Butters? Are we going to call it episode two? Are we just going to go... We'll call it episode one because the, the first one we did was just episode zero. It was episode zero? Yeah. Sweet. Um, so te- technically been... we're not not skipping ahead. We're not doing an episode 17 where it never really existed. We're just going to do a year <laughs> between episodes. It's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your once a year podcast. Um, so we'll be talking about this probably more next week, but what have you been playing, mate? Uh, well, I've been doing a fair number of streams of the Mass Effect trilogy at the moment. I have been seeing that. Are you excited that there might be a remake being there, there was a little bit of, soon? There was a little bit of a leak the other day, which I haven't actually yeah. looked into that at all, so I don't know what that leak in, entails Look, in there, any there's means. there's a lot but... of theories going on about this PlayStation State of Play tomorrow, because they're talking about a lot of third-party games... Um, that they could sneak a little announcement in there. So, I think obviously tomorrow will be Call of Duty. Um, that'll be one of the big announcements. But mm. there's definitely room for a third party announcement for PS4 slash. Oh no, PS4. Yeah, that you've got a Mass Effect coming out because it's supposed to be rumored for the end of the year, early next year. Now's the time to talk about it. Yes. Um, and just doing a quick Google. Then it was a. Uh, N7 Mass Effect Trilogy remastered launch date. That oh, leaked. was it? What was the yes. date that they're leaking? 29th of September. Yeah, see, that's, that's sort of roughly what. Not that far away either. No, so. and I'm, that means that you're going to play them all over again? Yeah. Yeah, straight away? Maybe not straight away. I'll get through a few other games and whatnot and then maybe jump back in so that it's still. Uh, reasonably recent in my mind as to yep. how the games were, and then I can compare them. Are you gonna to what they will punch me? You know be. I haven't played them, but I'm gonna play them if there's a proper remake coming. That's I'm, I'm I'm keen. The only way that they can do it is to fully remake number one and then touch up number two and three because they had very yeah. similar playstyles. Yeah, because but... one's a problem. Yeah. One's hey loading times. <laughs> Hey, living times. Yeah, let's go stand in an elevator for 14 minutes. <laughs> so, but then there's the look, driving I, the Miko. That was not good. Yeah. So I'm keen. Like of all, The problem I had was I was not an Xbox guy when Mass Effect 1 came out, which meant I couldn't play Mass Effect 1. It was on PC. So that, 
Yeah, but I wasn't really a PC person back then either, yeah, true. to be honest. I was not really a gamer. And I missed all that kind of stuff. And I came back and I was like, oh, what's this Mass Effect 2? This looks pretty good. Oh, I don't want to play Mass Effect 1. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then 3, like, oh, I should go back and play them all. Because I was actually, by 3 was when I was back into gaming properly again. And it's like, nah. I own them, but I'm still nah. Yeah, There's I bought, too many other things I need to play. I bought all of them on the 360. Yep. And I played maybe 10 minutes of number one on the 360. I'm like, PC's much better. Even with the Mako yeah, driving, be. it's much better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm keen for that if that happens. And um, September's very close, but from their financials I talked about earlier on in the year, that was sort of what they were talking about. They were talking about they had another remaster up their sleeve that they were bringing out by year's end. So Yeah. And everyone's like, ooh, Mass Effect. Seems yeah, that everyone was, was somewhat correct on that, maybe. Yeah. I just want Burnout Takedown, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Burnout Takedown, I'll be happy. Maybe that's, um, maybe that's coming. Remaster of the oh Burnout God, series. I hope so. Just make another Burnout. Fucking hell. <laughs> make it happen. Indeed. <sighs> anyway, uh, this, that's not that's not Tom Clancy. What's the other game you've been playing, mate? Uh, been, working. I've today. been... been um, well... I'll get to that, but I've been working on trying to get a schedule <laughs> together for Twitch so that I'm somewhat yep. more of a legitimate streamer. Hey, me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of thinking uh, Tuesday, obviously Friday, for the, the FNG stuff with the Rainbow Six, yep. and either a Saturday or a Sunday. Whichever one seems to appeal to me most, but I haven't fully decided yet. Um, That's fair. And yeah, obviously, I've been doing the Rainbow Six stuff for the Friday Night Games group. Uh, and recently been playing a fair slog of uh well at least in the last 24 hours been playing a fair slog of fall guys yes how good is fall guys i know we've all got into it except for cal cal's missing the missing the boat on it it's, and I feel it's sorry for him. so damn frustrating but it's actually fun at the same time <laughs> oh man i don't know who he talks about I, I, I wanted to throw that control on the first time i played it like i couldn't get past round one <laughs> stage one for the first probably hour what is oh, this game? It's fucking crap. But I'm so close. You'll be pissed off then, Moko, because at about uh, half past midnight last night, I played my very first game and I got all the way to the final round. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> I'm not very good at games. You know that. <laughs> this um, is true. So this, I, I then started at the end. I got to second and, and third stage a few times. And then yesterday I was playing with my boy and he was watching I was playing because he, he enjoys... He enjoys watching this game, so that gives me reason to play it, which is really good. Um, so I'm going along. I'm coming second stage and maybe third stage, and then all of a sudden the phone rings. So I'm like, shit, I can't stop this. I'm on like second stage. Take the phone call. I'm, I'm talking to this someone at work about something, and I'm here playing. He's watching. And I got to the final stage and did the final stage. Got right up to the top where you got to jump up the platforms oh, before you go the... around. Yeah. Actually, I got to the spinning hammer before the go up to the crown, and then I lost. That's where someone got the crown. I'm like, fuck. and I wasn't even concentrating because I'm sitting here trying to talk to someone about the shit on the phone, and then I hang up on that, and then I, I start again. And next phone call, same thing again. I get this just, just as far <laughs> on the stage five, and I can't talk to 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 him. I can't enjoy it with him or anything like that because I'm here sitting. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 cool, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, definitely do this, do that. As I'm trying to run up this hill with slime going everywhere and bloody fruit <laughs> flying at me, <laughs> but there's something about it. I don't know. Like it, it's battle royale, but it's 
it reminds me of it's a knockout back in the day, and mm. its ultimate knockout is the is the catchphrase, which I think obviously leads to me to head towards that. But it's just stupid fun. Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, there's been a number of times I've been on that last round, and I get to those spinning hammers just before you reach that <laughs> that thing, and Fuck. everything just goes to shit. And it's like, yeah, oh. I'm like, I've got this, I've got this, I know this, that's timing, and because the, they go so fast, you can't get the timing on them. You gotta, you have to go to the right side so that it hits you and knocks you in. It's the same with the propeller yeah. one. You can get it. I got stuck on it today. I got this massive hit from the the first round where it's just the the um the bars going around. Yep. And if you go to the right side, it hits you and knocks you like ahead of all of them. And I got to the last one of the first lot, and it then hit me back. And then every time I got up, it would it, knock it me kept, between these two because yep. it was so long to get up. I'm like, I can't get up. I'm stuck. I got stuck on one of the propellers where it kept knocking me into one of the bouncy walls and the bouncy yeah, wall would then it. put me back in the path of the thing. So I'd stand up, get hit. I'm just like, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, it's, it is good fun. So Fall Guys, definitely get it if you haven't got it. It's PS Plus this month for PlayStation 4. So it's free. There's, I can definitely see this being sort of a um uh rocket league type of thing where mm. it's free on playstation plus for the first for its launch and everyone gets into it and it was 101.5 million con- um players already yeah and it was like one of the top games on steam um concurrent player wise it it's ridiculous it's going so well so congratulations to those guys they've been working on it for ages so um and it's got a little battle pass. I think I'm up to level six of that, of uh, 40. And um, not hugely keen on much of the um, things on it, but you can get the old USM slash locked on sort of logo in there. The colors of a pink and blue, and there's also the, it's the lightning bolt. The color is the coral blue, and then you get the lightning bolt, and you've got your, uh, mm. you've got your USM yeah. set up. So definitely... Show your colours. Hopefully we'll see what some four-player stuff looks like. I haven't seen any where I've played with someone. I know Stevie Jar was in the beta and he played with people and I don't know how, how different that makes the game. But It makes some of them yeah. a little bit easier because you're able to work with your limited group of people to get things done, providing that you get put in the same team as them. Yeah, that's a bit annoying that if you had three of you and you're all on separate teams, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I I think it does its best to keep the groups together. Yeah, I'd assume so. You'd have to think so. I, I'm just interested to see what they bring out going forward. Like, you know, someone... I think we are talking to Discord today about give everyone double speed or triple speed yeah. and um, just make yeah, it some... hilar- hilarity happen. But also some duos where you're tied together or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll... They can do. There's, there's a lot that they can do with it, so... Yeah, I, looks I, like they've got plans going forward, which is good. Indeed. Uh, once again, not Tom Clancy stuff. So, <laughs> look, is that all you've been playing at the moment? Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay. And, yeah, I mean, something we'll talk about uh, in the news is um, yeah. looking forward to getting into some Rainbow Six. Moody moot. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, look, all I've been doing is racing and four guys at the moment. I've got some plans, as you said with schedules coming up because it's that time of year, look like a professional streamer when it counts. Um, so I'm looking more at changing to a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, so obviously Thursday will be race night, podcast night, uh, depending on what podcast we do. Friday will be sort of, we're not really doing community nights anymore. Uh, I haven't done an announcement about that, but um, we're sort of doing, yeah, just sort of chill 
Friday night. Have fun streams, and, and, and if you want to hang with us, hang with us in Twitch, um, and or Facebook, or YouTube, whatever we're streaming on. Um, but then also Monday night, I'll be racing, I racing Formula skips instead of the sideways go karting. I'm sort of out of that now. Um, Tuesday will be a bit of a either practicing for Aussie cars, but that didn't really work this week, so um, it'll it'll could be my just whatever night, so dealer's choice night. So want to get some hyperscape in there a bit because it launches next Tuesday slash Wednesday for us, and we've got some more golfing content coming hopefully. So with um, PGA 2K21 coming up, so but I'll, I'm now a bit more free during the day, so I'm going to put some races out on YouTube. Uh, rather than streaming them, so I'm going to record the races and put them up on YouTube, uh, edit them up a little bit, and then also hopefully, I saw Butters about before World War, uh, War of the Worlds um, retro 1998 game I've got working on my PC. So if I don't stream it, I think I want to do a playthrough series of it, uh, a campaign from the human side and the Martian side, and um, put that up on YouTube, sort of hour episodes and um see how we go nice to so play like three or four hours at a time and edit them into episodes and put them up as as a youtube so then should have content each day of the week on youtube on twitch on facebook and see how we go i want to do a bit more of the clips that we do as little videos as well but we'll put them up on facebook but there's lots of stuff happening we're just trying to find our feet as always we always change we very rarely stay the same with locked on because we're just not that good at streaming i guess i don't know but anyway that's what we've been up to um working a lot and we're going to get into the news now so let's do the news stay here and stay alert butters rainbow sticks indeed all guns blazing Yes. How good is this? What's happening over there in the world of Rainbow Six? Uh, so, uh, when when was this announced? Like three weeks ago, maybe? Uh, literally. Yeah, it's been been about three weeks. Uh, there is a new extension on Twitch now for Rainbow Six Siege, where you put that, that in there. Uh, it gives you the stats, all that sort of stuff. Um, if it's something that you want to do, you can set up a poll for your audience to pick who your next operator is going to be and whatnot. For the is laws. there a poll that just says, is it Fuse, Fuse, or Fuse? Uh, no. Oh, damn it. I haven't actually looked into exactly what the uh, extension is or anything like that. But, um, yeah, so you can set up polls for voting on next operator or I'm assuming there's other things that you can do in there as well. Uh, but yeah, primarily you'd be able to just jump in and see how yep. good or bad that person's stats actually are. It's, it's the one thing Ubisoft is doing pretty well at the moment. They're working very closely with Twitch for their games now. So obviously you see Twitch drops a lot and obviously Hyperscape was built with Twitch integration from the ground up. So mm-hmm. yeah, be interested to see how, how how deep they go into Rainbow Six with Twitch integration. To be yeah, honest. and there's there's not really a great deal you can do to affect the game beyond no, setting but a poll. Imagine, but... imagine we have a, a mid-season event where they just go fucking ham and Hunger Games, Rainbow Six. 
drop in bloody weapons and shit by voting for your by your audience voting. Like just they Yeah. yeah they 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 could right. tie it into some um limited time gameplay stuff. You've seen them not put a whole heap of effort into limited time events that you never see again mm. with things we want put into the game, but they yeah, they don't do it, so we'll see what happens. Yes, indeed. Uh, so following on that uh, from that, the week after they announced the uh, extension, the designer notes and patch notes for Year 5 Season 2.3 came out. Uh, so uh, the designer... Buckle up, boys and girls. We're yes. about to get patch notes read in ASMR by Butters. Let's go. One, two, three, and... <laughs> so the uh, the designer notes, as per every other designer note, is just sort of going through with pretty pictures and all that sort of stuff showing... Uh, win Ooh, rates, uh, pick rates, ban rates, all that sort of stuff. Uh, funnily enough, uh, Thatcher and Jackal are the top of the uh, top two banned attack operators uh, for uh, well, currently. Uh, Thatcher getting are they, getting are they banned. Good, are they? Yeah. Uh, so Thatcher's getting I banned fifty percent of the time. Mm. Thatcher's Thatcher's got a lot of power in the current meta, so he's getting banned fifty percent of the time, and Jackal's getting banned forty three percent of the time. Uh, the next closest is Montaigne at 26%. So that shows how powerful yeah, those Chichanka. two are. Chunker's not even on the list. Oh, come <laughs> on, people. He's OP. Get into it. Uh, funnily enough, the defense operators, uh, you've got Mira, Malusi, and Echo in the top three. Um, Mira's getting banned 64% of the time. Malusi's 61% of the time, and Echo's 40% of the time. So yeah, you're gonna have to be doing a fair bit of uh, balancing and all that sort of stuff there to I don't know bring down those ban rates. Uh, yep. But the next one after that is Clash at only ten percent. So okay. it's a bit of bit of a bit of a difference there. Um, and then yeah, they go into depth with some of the stuff that's coming in the patch notes. Funnily enough, um, so as of August eleventh. Two-step verification will be mandatory if you want to play ranked in APAC. Finally. Finally. Um, and then going into the balancing, they're making changes on Gridlock, Oryx, and Fuse. Uh, so Gridlock's Caltrip uh, deployment time has been upped to nine seconds. Uh, actually, they've sorry, they've lowered Gridlock's Caltrip deployment time to nine seconds from 13. So it comes out a little bit faster. Uh, lower the individual deployment to uh, 0.45 seconds from 0.7. Uh, they've lowered the range from range of random deploy sorry variation from 0.1 second to 0.05 seconds, and they've added a delay of 0.45 seconds before the deployment sequence actually begins. Previously, there was no delay. Um, so the changes that they're making to Oryx is dashing through a soft wall won't deplete his dash charges anymore. Um, they've increased the refresh time of the dash from 8 seconds to 12 seconds, and the recovery time of the dashes is now 0.5 of a second, where previously, uh, that's for all dashes, where previously it was 1 second from a soft wall and 0.7 seconds from hitting an enemy. Mm -hmm. um, and Fuse is getting... One extra charge in his cluster grouping. Yay! So now you can do it four times. Bring it on. 
and then there's, you know, there's a heap of uh, bug fixes in there. Nothing really game breaking or anything like that. Just some bits and pieces here and there that uh, with the new operator Ace uh, in there, uh, his Selma was doing some weird things. But they're fixing that. Yay. Now, on to slightly more recent news. Uh, so, this is starting last week. The XP Esports Women's League began. Uh, so, it's seven How teams. exciting. It is very exciting. Uh, so seven... How many teams were there last season? Four? Four? That's what I thought. Yeah. Four. Uh, it was either four or five, but I'm pretty sure it was four. Yeah. Uh, so, there's seven teams competing for a prize pool of $3,000. Uh, so the team That's is up from last season too. I believe 20. so. I think last season was twenty five hundred. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Uh, so the uh, teams that are playing are the Kings Women, the Forbidden uh, Forbidden Gaming, Queen Bees, Exto Gaming, Alpha, Elevate, Enix, and Apocalypse. Sweet. Uh, so there's a few names in there that uh, you might recognize if you were paying attention to the XP Esports last year, specifically in Elevate. Uh, so you've got Kortari and Lola Siege in there. Uh, so they were yep. on... Ah, uh, what was the name of the team? I have now forgotten. Yep. Um, but they, they were in the winning team from uh, last season, those two together. Uh, and funnily enough, they've been playing a lot on the Friday night games with me. So, been that's getting... why they're getting better. Yeah, that's it. Uh, stomping <laughs> all over the competition just to do it again because <laughs> their first game it was all done and dusted in half an hour. Wow! It was a seven-zero stomp a, on effort. Oregon, uh, and then the following game, uh, Enix, I believe, came out on top against Apocalypse with another seven-zero stomp. Uh, so they did finish up not too long ago on their second stream tonight. Uh, do not know what the scores are on that because they're not actually up on Twitter. And to be honest, I forgot that it was a Thursday there for a bit. That happens a lot. It does. Uh, so um, another another thing that's just been recently announced for Rainbow Six is game plan, which we talked about in a different name uh, a few weeks back, uh, so it was the Rainbow Six Siege Academy. It's now known as Game Plan. So that is where you go to get all your content creators' help and advice, and also going through creating strategies for. Uh, I think it's got tools in there for you to create strats on different maps and all that sort of stuff, which is heaps cool. Uh, there is also a dev blog that's been released to help you understand what your matchmaking rating is and how that you get it. All that sort of stuff. Yep. So the MMR, it's solely based off uh, wins and losses. That's it. Doesn't matter how many people you kill, if you lose the game, it dips your MMR. That's... Bastards. That's literally all it is. And finally, the big news. We have a limited time event happening in Rainbow Six Siege. It looks absolutely All bonkers. All for someone's birthday. Yes, indeed. It started uh, on the 4th of August, and it runs from the 4th of August for two weeks uh, until August 17? Yes. That's... August 17 is when it ends. Uh, so it's called Mute Protocol. 
basically it's super futuristic uh if you throw down a uh what are they called your little robot thing fuck my brain drone drone that's the word if you throw down your drone (laughs) uh your body disintegrates and becomes the drone yes and then you drive the drone around and then when you come out of the drone you appear where the drone is uh, so if you shoot the drone, you're dead? Or the, if your drone I gets shot, dead? don't actually know. Maybe it forces you out of the drone? I'm not yeah. too sure. But on that, that's for the attacking team. On the defensive side, um, you've got indestructible cameras that you can place around, but also you've got the cameras on the map. Uh, so it's in, I believe the map is tower, or futurized and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yep. And the defenders can move through the camera network. Oh, that's nasty. Yes, so, I mean, you could come into a room, there's nobody there, but you don't notice that there's a camera, camera sees you, all of a sudden you've got a defender in that room. So, it's going to be heaps of fun, I think, but with that sort of disappearing, reappearing tactic that you'll be able to do, it could get quite frustrating. Uh, Yeah, it's going to take, we're obviously playing it tomorrow night for for Buttery's birthday. Yes. um, Birthday bash. And I can see ourselves getting excited about it and then getting a few rounds, a few games through. And they're like, what? (laughs) What do I do? And then, yeah, four guys will come on. But um, no, it'll it'll be good fun. They're always good limited time events. I don't think they've made a terrible one so far. Yeah, that's it. And it's also coming with, uh, I don't think there's any restrictions on the operators that you'll be able to use in the gameplay. Uh, oh, really? but, but specifically, you've got uh, a skins for Jackal, Lion, Ying, Capcam, Mirror, Mute, Oryx, and Vigil that yep. will be available. Uh, so if you're playing as one of those operators in the Mute Protocol, it will automatically have that skin applied to them. Whereas uh, with anything, uh... you get the um, special Mute Protocol alpha packs that you can then get those uniforms from providing that you're able to actually win any games. Uh, so I did a little bit of research while you've been waffling Ooh. on. Yes. Um, Vertex won mm. uh, the Women's League the first year. That's who they were, Vertex. Trinity. Yep. So congratulations so, yeah. to Vertex. So not back as Vertex anymore. But... No. Ver- Vertex as a team, I believe, have sort of disbanded and gone to the wind. There's a few names through all of the teams that are there that... I believe some of them were uh, from Vertex. But yeah, Kotari and Lola uh, stuck together, got their own team together, got picked up oh, by Newt, Newt, Elevate. Viking Army. Yep. Um, so yeah, you've got also Aussie Princess, Savannah, Serenity, and Laura playing on the team with those two. And let me tell you now, <laughs> never, never ban. Their uh, <laughs> never ban their cap can. Yeah, I heard that story. Quite yeah, impressive. you get you get punished very hard if you ban their cap can, and I think that's that might have been what happened. Uh, when they played the other week, is there was a cap can ban, and the other team got punished for it. <laughs> so from from my other limited research, Enix was the only one that's carried forward from the previous thing, mm-hmm. and there was five. So it was Vertex, Trinity, Newt, Newt, Viking Army, and Enix. 
That's right, yes. Uh, Enix was the bottom of the table, so good to see them holding together and coming forward through. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting little league, as always. Indeed. But it'll be good to watch. It'll be something uh, I'll be watching the VOD uh, yeah. on catch-up tomorrow. And it's good to see, because uh, you've got Cthulhu in uh, in the seat, along with uh, Asian Donuts. Yeah, Cthulhu's the master. He wish he wish he was. They they gave him more love than what they give to Dev. Seriously, Cthulhu's a better better caster. But anyway. uh, yeah, but Dev's got the little doggo <laughs> that uh, sits on the the bed behind him. Ah, <laughs> uh, I gotta love it. He got the call up too. The old doggo. He I'd did like see that. Yeah, he's so. he's on his way for uh, the <laughs> the August major, which uh, we're on play day three right now. Actually. Um, We've got uh, Monkers and Mercenaries playing, so that's Southeast Asia. Uh, started the day off with uh, LFO. It was LFO and uh, Pittsburgh Knights were playing okay. uh, the first game of tonight. So we've got Milosh on there on the yeah. analyst desk doing his thing. So it's in good hands, but this is only the qualifiers, I do believe. On the lead up to, yeah, uh, the uh, August major, which is interesting that it's yeah, it's weird in this COVID world what's still going and what's not going. So yeah, yeah so the the analyst desk it is an actual proper desk. You've got uh, the three people standing there talking to each other, but they've got their little plexi screen, yep, between dividers them. between them, all that sort of stuff. Everybody on sets running around with masks on. Yeah, they're, they're taking every precaution, but it is, I think, primarily online. Yeah, which is obviously going to disadvantage us, but you know, yes. it's it's had to adapt because we're not going to get back to live events for another two years, I think, or another year at least. So that's it. Um, yeah, I and think the twenty twenty um, international will be probably the next live event we see. Twenty twenty two, sorry. Uh, international mm. and look very different by then so yes and there was a uh, rather funny slip up on stream earlier on that prompted uh lusty from fanatic to post up his new <laughs> team <laughs> so apparently according to the the people on the desk he is now playing for monkers uh hey congrats <laughs> <laughs> and uh the official r6 esports uh tweeted back to him telling him he's got that so okay that's that's all a joke. It's all, all a mistake, but you know. No, it's not. Let's run with it. This is happening live, people. Lust, Lusty's not moving to Southeast Asia after moving to APAC North. He's gonna probably stick around APAC North for some time yet. Which is, uh, it is it is funny to see the the way that um, a little slip of the tongue on live broadcast can lead to some interesting <laughs> memes. I mean, even okay. even Dizzle was like, "Hey, best of luck, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gold of it. So that sort of wraps up our Rainbow Six news, I guess. Yes, it does. Okay, so we then move on to the Division Two news, which there is none of. There probably is, but we're just not doing it tonight. Um, we are then moving on to Ghost Recon news, which there is really none tonight. Um. Although the, stuff there was a little bit of news that Cal was going to start playing it, but he probably got busy at work. Yeah. And hasn't been able to pick it up. 
he's stuck in space at the moment, which is something you'll hear about on Unplugged next week. So I'm pretty here, <laughs> pretty keen to hear about his adventures in space in Star Citizen of all games. And there's just a reset start talking too. about again. Yeah, everyone's just, everyone's um, a little bit uh, frustrated. Three point ten dropped and reset a whole heap of cash. So. Um, but it is very active, so if you're into Star Citizen, go lockedonlads.com slash Discord, join the Discord, jump into Let's Lost Let's in, Let's Go to Space. I can't remember what the channel's called. But it's got space talk <laughs> yes, in there. It's let's go to space. Uh so finally the the news we we've been hinting at all night, Splinter Cell returning to our screens. We get to watch Sam Fisher do stuff yes. instead of get to play Sam Fisher do stuff. So uh, Ubisoft's long-running Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell franchise is coming to Netflix. Is Netflix? Yes, Netflix. Yeah, and Netflix. it's an anime. Yeah, animated. Yeah, anime, which is going to be pretty cool. So um, It is written by the guy who wrote John Wick, so it could be interesting. Which is exciting. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Some of the other um, interesting stuff is... Yeah, there's not a huge amount of information out there except for um, that it is coming to Netflix. It is an animated series. And yeah, that Derek Kolstad is writing, helming the project. So. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, look, it, it hails from, uh, what was it called? Mythic Quest, which was done by uh, Rob McElhenney uh, and Charlie Day, which were two of the guys from Always Sunny. In Philadelphia, yeah, uh, Mac and Charlie. If you've ever watched that, so and it's it's got some good names behind it, so I think it's gonna do pretty good. Yeah, so but, they're talking about they're, they're comparing to Castlevania's production cycle, mm. um, so that they're they're expecting um, sort of mid two thousand and twenty two. Is if the animes that's how the animes are seem to be coming to Netflix at the moment. They announce them and then about two years later, uh, they start hitting hitting the this TV stream. So hopefully that's what we're looking at. And um, yeah, we'll be able to th- episode number three hundred and forty two of the <laughs> Locked On Tom Clancy podcast. We'll be talking about how good was that Sam Fisher in that anime that we watched. How good was that? Question so, is, who are they going to get to voice him? Cause, I don't know because. Uh, Tom Hardy was supposed to play him in that film from 2012? Mm. Like, years ago, when they started talking about doing a film. Do you just go full on and get Michael Ironside and get him in? I mean, you're going you start... you to have to, aren't you? You would think so. Or do you do you pitch a, a young Sam Fisher coming in and you get someone else to come in and, and do it? I mean, oh. they, they tried to do the young Sam Fisher once before. It didn't really work didn't for work them. out. But that being said, Michael Ironside is like seventy-ish years old or something yeah, like that. So, so, I I would honestly, if I was doing it, just me personally, I would put Michael Ironside in there, and I would have him as a support mentor role, and then have a younger Sam Fisher and have a younger actor and put them in. And I mean, it, it doesn't even have to focus other. on Sam Fisher as the main person. Just got to be. It's third echelon, yeah. I guess. So I mean, just... at this point, Fish is running third echelon, isn't he? So yeah, I think so. So you could almost do a um, Sam Fisher's on the sideline. You could have Michael Ironside as the head and telling old mate whoever the new guy is to come through and 
Yeah. And you could do that, I guess. If if they base it off... If you had to do flashback. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Like, we haven't had anything since Blacklist. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, except for... Oh, yeah, we'll put, the, the, we'll put uh, some the stuff in Ghost, Ghost Recon. Recon. Yeah. Yeah. But... Which, cool, but not cool. Mm. So... But if they base it off uh, sort of a continuation of how things are going in Breakpoint, Fisher's got some pretty uh, hectic augmentations just to keep his body together at this point. Yeah, exactly. I think they start afresh. I don't think they pay any... Uh, they'll pay homage, but I don't think they'll have any part of the games we've played so far except for mm. names and bits and pieces, but... Storyline won't be pulled. I think it'll be a whole new thing. So, was there an actual book about Splinter Cell? No, I don't think there. Or is was this just something book. that sort of come from the expanded universe of Tom Clancy? Was third echelon in there, and that's no. I don't know. This is something we should research a bit more often before we. Uh... Oh no, there is there is uh, Tom Clancy Splinter Cell books. They started back in two thousand four. Yeah. Which is after Clancy passed? When did Clancy pass? So this might be... Uh, Tom Clancy passed away in 2013. So he probably wrote... Oh, no. Wrote... Yeah, proper wrote one of his last few... Like, towards the end of his career. So... Yeah. Oh, either that or he sort of co-wrote the books. Yeah. Because it looks like David Michaels was the guy who wrote the... Um, the first the bigger two question, yeah. The bigger question I have is: Will they pull in any of the other Tom Clancy franchises to cameo in it? Like, is he going to work with a like a Rainbow Six one episode? I mean, where it it'd be a miss them? for them if they don't sort of at least reference some, the yeah. the Six organization or the Ghosts or something along those lines. The Ghosts would be the most best fit for him, I guess. Yeah. So. Oh, it turns out that the uh, 2007 Splinter Cell Fallout book was co-written by Tom Clancy okay. and uh, a yeah, yeah. guy called Grant Blackwood. I still want to go back. I don't want to play Blacklist. I tried to do that before. The controls <laughs> are terrible. They, um, they are I not good. Con- I could use a controller to try and fix that up, but I'm keen to go back and play Conviction. To be honest, because I did enjoy Conviction, even though a lot of people didn't, because it's it went away from the series mm. um, roots. But it wasn't. It wasn't a bad game. Like I can understand why people would be upset about it and all that sort of stuff. But it's yeah. As, as a game as itself, tied within the law, it it did good. Yeah, I did. It was a good story. Mm. Like I enjoyed the story and I enjoyed the gameplay, but that's because it was very different to. The ones before it, I guess. So, but once again, it was a predominantly Xbox game to start with, and that's when I missed it. And then I wasn't an Xbox gamer, and then I wasn't a gamer for a while. And yeah, then I was a PS4 gamer, and then so by the time I get back, Conviction is the next thing on the horizon. I'm like, sweet, I'll get into that. And there we go. But no, uh, it's good to see that they're still paying, putting money into. The Splinter Cell brand, Ubisoft, anyway. So there's got to be a game. There has to be one. It'll be 2025, but there has to be one in the works somewhere. I mean, like I said, I don't think they know what to do with it. 
Yeah, because they can't make it open world and they can't make it games as a service. No. That's just two things that they love and two things <laughs> they can't make Splinter Cell. I mean, they probably so... could do a kind of open world for it. No. But it'd they'd have, it'd have to, to be smaller. It'd have to be a smaller open world for one. It'd be Hitman style. And I've always said yeah. that. I think Hitman's the closest idea to it and then they could do it episodically like split like Hitman was. Um, and add on story as you go along. Yeah, so but, l- large maps, but not true open world sort of thing. Yeah, here's a mission. You get you've got a, yeah, you've an got objective. A, got to take it however out, you want. Take out this guy, but here you yeah. go. Yeah, you've got these parameters you have to have to do, and off you go. So that would be my ideal setting for it. Um, and then it could be a game of service because they could then go, here's the big bad guy, which is what I always say with yourself, guys. Have the big bad guy. Don't kill him straight away. So have lieutenants or whatever you've got to do and have that as the I mean, you could could even fit even just like a sort of little multiplayer thing, providing that it doesn't take away from the, the single player aspect of it, where you've got, similar to what Rainbow Six is, because Rainbow Six Siege it's a training simulation that's yeah. that's all these are all these people they're they're not really killing each other they're fighting yeah. with like paintball guns or something it's, mm-hmm. it's an airsoft game that's all it is yeah and you get the <laughs> the echelon guys in and the multiplayer is they're, they're like do, the new recruits or agents yeah you do mercs versus agents yeah that's that has to come back properly and you have you could almost do Rainbow Six style where you've got operators, as in these are your mercs that you can use, these are your agents that you can use. But I think the best thing about mercs and agents was the fact that it was just mercs have this style, agents have that style, and away you go, which yeah. I don't know whether there's a huge call for that anymore. Like everyone wants their multiplayer to be so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even uh, Rainbow Six is supposed to be somewhat tactical, but if you ever watch um, a pro league game, they're running around. There's there's not really tactics as no. you would see in the real world, like you do with Splinter Cell sort of thing. The best thing about Mercs vs. Um, Agents was the fact that it was so black and white the gameplay. So you were you were Mercs, and you had to you know basically flush these guys out you had no special talents except for your gun and the the it was so hide and seek almost gameplay yeah. where the, the agents if they play right only had to take you know do one thing to kill um but one mistake would cost them their life because they were basically mm. the ultimate glass cannon versus the ultimate tank so it's yeah, that's um it. That was so contrasting gameplay, so that's why it was so good. And there's just nothing like that these days, where it's because it's always got to be so balanced, and everyone's got to have the same thing. And and everyone's everyone's is. looking at how can we make our multiplayer an esport? Yeah, and that's not what you like. What Mercs and Eight versus Agents was. So. Yeah, I mean, you could probably turn it into an esport, but then it sort of starts pulling away from. What it but you'd have to is. have, because it wasn't even that team focused. It was, it was almost the old. You, know, you could almost have it as the one v four that that's sort of half was a thing and yeah, then that wasn't asymmetric. Asymmetric, where the agent is so op, yeah, and it takes on four the, or five other people. But yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 there's, there's potential there, but I just, I don't know. I'm scared of what they're going to come out with. I'm scared that they won't. I'm scared. I don't think. I think Sam's going to be a pop in, pop out of all these games and referenced and Easter eggs and like Prince of Persia, just go on forever. So, I'm, I'm sure eventually they'll work out what they can do and do it, mm. but it may not actually involve Sam Fisher anymore. Per se. It'll have to be a reboot at this stage. Mm. It has to be. They can't they can't continue that storyline on after missing a whole generation of console. That is true. Like, there's a whole generation out there that goes to Sam Who. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? And I know they're trying to keep his name alive, but for the average gamer, it's they're just gonna have no no nostalgia for it at all. No idea of what this storyline is. Uh, it just has to be Splinter Cell, the next game. It's just called Splinter Cell, and we start again. That's it. Get a whole new generation loving the game. Because there's no competition. Metal Gear's gone. Yeah. Like, you've got the market there. Like, Hitman's the closest thing, and it just, for such a small team, for such a niche, you know, basically they're an indie team, they're doing such good quality work, and they're finding the audience. You've got Ubisoft with thousands of people that could make something just outstanding. <laughs> and they, uh, anyway, we'll see what uh, what happens. I'm, I'm sure Eves knows what he's doing. Does he? Does he? No, well, he does. <laughs> he does. So far. It's all good. Um, I just promised you guys a little half-hour podcast, and we're up to our 53rd minute. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's start wrapping it up. Um that is it for the week. So, Butters, you've, you've hinted at a schedule. Can we see the... Can we know what you're doing for the next week? If you've got anything like that lined up, what's going ahead? Uh, well, tomorrow night will be uh, Rainbow Six Mute Protocol until I crack the shits with it, and then probably Fall Guys. Um, either Saturday or Sunday, I'll be playing Mass Effect 3, uh, Tuesday, Mass Effect 3, and then Thursday, we'll be back here doing this. Sweet. Now, all that is on uh, twitch.tv slash Mr. Buttersocks. That's it, not ScoMo Meaty. ScoMo's Meaty Undies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, not there. Don't go to that Twitch channel. It's a whole different yeah, it's thing. A, it's probably a, a Pornhub channel, actually. Don't, don't even Google um, it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, so, check out that for sure. Um, also, oh, yeah, we haven't changed that. Um, I, I stuffed up the stream. I haven't changed the actual game we're playing. Oh, I'm no. Really sorry for anyone who's watching it live. Oh, that's me. I'm bad. I'm terrible at stuff. Um, too late now. We're about to wrap up. But, um, yeah, thank you, everyone who did watch us. Uh, so tonight, obviously, we started with iRacing. So Thursdays uh, will be iRacing and podcast night for me on the Locked On Loads channel. I don't have my own channel. So we always start with iRacing. We finish with podcasting. Uh, I've just got to get better at changing names on things. Uh, so then uh, Friday night, tomorrow night, I'll be playing Mute Protocol with Butters until we get angry and play Fallout Guys and until we fall asleep and get drunk. Uh, no <laughs> Saturday, no Sunday for me on Locked On Lads. Uh, Monday night, we'll be back to Aussie. Uh, sorry, back to Skip Barber in iRacing. We'll be racing the official series at Phillip Island that night. So racing will start at 8.15. I'll be aiming for that race. Practice from about 7.30, quarter to 8.00. Hopefully, 
Um, and then that'll bring me up to the podcast again. Uh, Tuesday night, sorry, Tuesday night. We will try and get Hyperscape in, but I don't think so. I think Hyperscape will launch Wednesday for us, unfortunately. So uh, if that doesn't happen, it'll be either, like I said, um, uh, Four Guys or some Golf or some uh, War, War of the Worlds. But I am, like I said, trying to put some more YouTube stuff up, so keep an eye out for some SimLab production iRacing races uh which will hopefully go up uh we're going to laguna seca this week so i'll race that probably on monday edit it up put up tuesday or wednesday um and then i'm hoping to do some nascar as well and put that up as a as a video as well nice and make them my my constant three until the end of the season which is coming up we're about what almost three quarters away through the uh, third season of the year so yeah more iRacing content coming for sure. And like I said, hopefully some War of the Worlds. Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Go look it up. The best RTS ever made because the Be map cool. was persistent. So you would go into a territory and you would set up your your defences and then you'd go out to another territory, set up the defences in there and then they'd attack, they'd whittle down your defences and then you'd have to go in and rebuild defences. But everything was persistent all the time. So the whole map was one big persistent thing. The only end goal was to annihilate the other. So, so uh, like yeah, resource management. What's that? Like XCOM. Yeah. So. And Rise look, of Nations. No, uh, Rise of Nations wasn't so much like that because you didn't go in and, okay, so I want to build my turrets here and then. Yeah, like, I guess so. It was it was more of a mix between. Um, you started Total a fresh map every time you went into Age of Empires. Yeah. 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 See, this is, I'm going to go build my factory here. I'm going to build my uh, oil refinery here. I'm going to build my outposts here. And then I'm going to defend them with anti-aircraft over here. And I'm going to make funnel uh, things. You had retreat points. So if you decide you're going to lose that territory, you could try and get as many of your units out as you can and retreat them back. And it was all real time. So... Um, even I'm going to attack this, take this many units to attack that territory. You then had to plan it to night or day. So you had to tell, like start the invasion, uh, at a certain time that it was going to take you two days to get there. And then, so that would be, um, you know, you started at midday and you get there at midnight, two days later and stuff like that. So, and you could send all your troops up there. And in that time, the Martians could decide to attack your territory because you've just sent them all up there, but they don't know that. But and you get stuck um, big time. So seems rage uh, inducing. It does, and it's all based on the actual uh, map of England. So Martians start up in Scotland, and then you start down the rest of the country. So okay, it's pretty cool. Um, If I watch the cutscenes, they're terrible because they're so pixelated. (laughs) You see lines <laughs> across with different colours. You're like, I can't make up what's going on. Nice. But the music is beautiful because the game's actually based off Jeff Wayne's musical, not the original uh, radio edit or anything like that. It's all based off the musical. So okay. the music is amazing in it. So anyway, that's cool. enough for me rambling on. Uh, so, and I'm, I'm very tempted to bring back nothing but ramblings as well. Um, it, it will happen in a couple of weeks at some stage. So keep an eye for that. But we've been locked on. We are going to go raid someone. Um... I don't know who. Sorry about the stuff up with the Twitch name tonight. Um, like I said, I'm terrible at this streaming thing. I've only been at it for about seven or eight years. <laughs> um, 
we'll go raid someone right now, see who's on and about. We'll be on next week, though, for Locked On Unplugged, episode one. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I better close out the podcast, you know. Have a great night, all, and we will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Time to pack it up. My work is done.